Welcome to the IFNZ Podcast. You like what you hear? Check us out on our website, ifnzpodcast.com. As well as our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ifnzpodcast. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review for the show. It really helps us out. And as always, enjoy the show again. I, I don't know. When it's a night. Everybody and welcome to IFNZ Podcast Episode 82. I'm here. I'm Justin. Uh, and to my immediate left and to his immediate his immediate right's me. To his my immediate left is Shad. Hi everyone. Um, it is me. You remember Judge Judy? Yeah, I didn't even know she was uh, still active. She's dead now. She's not dead. She's ending her show after 20, which yeah. means is that, that means uh, she's uh, she's dead. Oh, that's it. To the world. She's entertainment dead. But but, uh, but there will be another that oh, yeah? steps up to the reins. Really? Judge Jerry Springer. No. For realsies? <laughs> for realsies and for truesies. Holy cow. Judge Jerry Springer, uh, I think that there's been like a test season, quote unquote, <laughs> of it that has been out, but it was like only a handful of episodes, but it's tested true enough that I even seen him on... Uh, I can't remember if it was like the Rachel Ray show or something. It was on daytime. It was while I was here with uh, Betty watching her, and I was just flipping through some of the channels on Hulu Live. And uh, I think it was on Rachel Ray's talk show in the morning, and uh, he was on there and uh, talking about his show, showed some clips from some of that early stuff, and it got picked up for like a couple of seasons worth, but he's kind of filling the void that Judge Judy will be leaving, will be Judge Jerry Springer. And it's basically, you know, just the Jerry Springer show, but he's wearing a cloak and it has a gavel. And it's in a courtroom, um, but yeah, yeah. Judge Jerry Springer is uh, is for sure uh, happening, and it's pretty cool. So as as you were telling me this, I I was kind of reading ahead and also looking. Uh, Judge Judy is ending, but there she's also having a new show that's starting this year called Judy Justice. Okay. Um, I am just kind of just finding out about it's hot off the press. Is this going to happen? Or at least like, for this us, is, this is going to be her from like behind the scenes or um, something. Or? I don't know. It says. Is it uh, is it a reality show? <laughs> CBS will have the reruns, but also new episodes of, Ju- of Judy Justice. That's um, hard to say. <laughs> Judy Justice. Judy Justice. <laughs> I'm Michael Kine. <laughs> he always um, finds a way to show up in every episode, it seems like. <laughs> he's there. Um, but yeah, I don't know what just Judy Justice is. Uh, there's not a lot of information about it, except for that that's what she's doing after they uh, cancel or retire her show or whatever. I was trying to see if there was anything other than these uh, articles that would say kind of like a synopsis, a, br- a brief synapse of what Judy Justice will be about. Yeah, it all just seems like they're interested in letting you know that this show is canceled. They're not quite paying attention to the fact that she is going towards another one, unless this is all just her goofing it off and it's not really even a show. Maybe that's why we can't find any information on it, is that she was just like, yeah, my next show is Judy Justice. I think it's just an idea from what I'm reading. It says, so, so Judy Justice will be coming out next year. So it says it's not clear exactly where uh, this project will be debuting oh. because it's uh, now that she's out of the deal with Fox for okay. Judge Judy. I guess it's almost like she's like a quote-unquote free agent. Oh. So she's willing to take the show to to like potentially, I guess, another network. Interesting. I think it was the same reason why, like, uh, 
IJ has always had, like, the impractical Joker's name is strictly tied to true TV. Yeah. But it's always said, like, underneath, like, whenever you start the show, it says impractical Jokers, but anytime you see it, it says featuring the tenderloins. Yeah. So that way. Because that's brand, a comedy troupe that existed yes. before the impractical Jokers. So that way, the tenderloins has never truly been tied under to true TV. Correct, yeah. Um, so if anything happened, like they ended a season there, and they were wanting to pick it back up after a few years, they could potentially put themselves out there and go to like ABC or yeah, Fox for sure. and have it be under the Tenderloins or a completely different name with a similar principle and not have any kind of things like that. So I got you. I'm curious if like she's basically kind of just wanting just to do selling the same a new kind show. of thing, selling the new show, but potentially to another network that's not Fox. Yeah, I'd be curious to see. It would be... Uh, I I don't even give two craps about Judge Judy. Let's just be clear about that. Is it? But, wait, hold on. I'm as well. I, I I thought it was on Fox, but I guess maybe it's CBS. Another, but it's a CBS. Yep. Okay. Uh, I've been saying Fox. It's this okay. Whole time. Uh, it wasn't important enough for me to worry about it. Uh, but I, know, yeah. I just saw it. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah, I don't. I don't care enough about it. But it would be interesting if she did something different besides be a judge in a courtroom, mm -hmm. and like she did a dog the bounty hunter type situation. <laughs> a seventy-seven-year-old woman chasing down people in the street. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Yeah. It would be really cool if they did a, uh, a mashup. Yeah, like a Judge Judy <laughs> slash dog, like dog and Beth. Beth's gone. That's true. So Beth's he, dead. he could have a new thing that. Yeah. Just tied. She because Beth was the one because of dog being uh, he was a felon at one yeah, point in time. Exactly. Or he could technically being a felon of the past could never oh, Beth be was the actually was, the, she was the person she that was, was the actually hunter. could quote unquote bounty hunt. Gotcha. So what if Judge Judy takes up the <laughs> reins of Beth as in like a Judy dog mashup? Yeah. He still gets to hunt down and chase down people, but she's the one that puts them in the books. Justice with dog. Mm. <laughs> Justice will be served cold like kibble. <laughs> dog, get it? There's a reference there. <laughs> you want to get some trailers? Yeah. We got a cue. A cue. I mean, a few. We got a cue of trailers. Yeah, there's like a line of them. Uh -huh. Maybe like two. That's a short cue, but it's <laughs> a cue. small cue. It's a cue. It's, it's, it. it's a Q U E U. Q-U-E-U-E-U-E. That's the okay. dumbest word ever. Yeah, I like it. You wonder why they, what the origin of Q is? Um, Q -U -E -U -E. And also, did the word Q exist? It had to have, before like the internet, uh, right? Q is a Latin French origin, late 16th century, from the, from the French based on Latin. Quod tail compared with Q uh, dates from the mid-19th century. How? Yep. So 16th century oh, word straight from the French from the from uh, the French from, well it's from the Latin word coda Okay. Coda means tail, um, huh. which is a Q, I guess. Uh, I don't know how it's that It's the end kind of, of the tail. Maybe yeah, that. I only knew Coda was a tail because we use that in like concert bands. Yeah, what was the Coda? The, the, the tail, the ending of the But movie. wasn't there a symbol for Coda? There wasn't a coda. Uh, there is. I don't remember what it is off the top of my head. The coda symbol is. That's not the. Uh, the. Uh, right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bullseye. Yeah. And that basically gives you, like, it's it's how the song... You know you, you don't repeat anymore. No, it typically gives you, like, two full bars or, like, maybe, like, 16 more measures. Yeah. And then your song's tapering off. I gotcha. Yeah. And a coda, also the cue. Mm-hmm. Um, Candyman. Candyman. Um, don't say it again. Candyman. No! <laughs> um, first off... Uh, I can't get enough of Yaya. 
Yaya Sisterhood? No, Yaya uh, Mateen? Yeah. Is that the third? Second? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that dude's awesome. Yeah, he's cool. I just, I just like him a lot. Um, I forgot how much I like him. Like, I know that because, like, he's in Watchmen. Funky Cole Matina. He's in Us. Yes. Um, he's in something else Is that I've seen. Why? Why? Uh, I, I, that I can't. I'm sure if you start typing it, it'll somebody will say it's this. I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You're probably better off going to IMDb and going from like us or this movie that we're talking about. Yeah, I'm gonna just type <laughs> in Candyman and we'll go from there. <laughs> go uh, ahead, keep talking uh, about it. <laughs> so it looks like the the general premise still seems like it's the same. It's definitely a reboot mm-hmm, uh, uh, of the or a remake or whatever you call it. Yaha. Yeah, 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 Abdul Mateen the second. I was forgetting the word. I knew that. Um, I was forgetting something there. Uh, Quoted as a spiritual sequel, technically. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it seems like it's got the same uh, general premise that Mm -hmm. there's a a bunch of girls like saying Candyman three times in the mirror and something's going to happen and there's i my one of my favorite parts about the original Candyman was uh the like old apartment buildings like kind of you know what i'm talking about yeah, like yeah. that whole like concrete structure kind of like inner city ghetto kind of mm-hmm. setup there and they're back in the same kind of setup and i'm mm-hmm. like oh it's like, back in chicago yeah is that where the it's that, that where yeah, it took place yeah. okay uh so like that setting is just like immediately when they set it with the right like color tones and music and everything I think it's like eerie as shit mm-hmm. immediately. And then I, I like him as an actor. I think that he's going to be an aw- do an awesome job. Um, it's similar to the same kind of tone and aesthetic that you get. I mean, in a similar sense to that of uh, like The Crow. Because this was around yeah. the same time, like 92, Absolutely. 93. Yeah. So like that kind of a dark, macabre feel to it, mm-hmm. like the inner city, the way it's like, I mean, obviously it's raining all the time there. Oh, it can't it, rain all the time. It can't rain all the time, though, uh, Justin. Um, you know, I'll never learn. <laughs> but... Uh, I mean, it's definitely got that aesthetic going for it. I yeah. agree. Um, but it, there's not much, I guess, to like say about it. Looks like he's. It's essentially mm-hmm. your same. I mean, even though it is a quote unquote spiritual sequel, its premise is very ripped straight mm-hmm. from the initial. So, I mean, if you've seen Candyman yeah. before, you kind of know what to expect. It's just got a little bit of a more modernized tone to it. Yeah. Um, and you've got yeah, Jordan Peele as one of the screenplay writers for right, it. Yeah. So that'll be. Good to know that it's in good hands as far as like yeah. what the writing goes. I'm sure they'll take it kind suspense. of above, take it above and beyond what the original was. Even maybe, mm-hmm. I know it's kind of hard to beat that. Maybe just because of pure nostalgia, but I feel like uh, he, he could do a good job to take it above that. Absolutely no, I don't. I don't hate this at all. It definitely mm-hmm. is like, ooh, that would be good. Uh, and then our other trailer we got was the Artemis Fowl trailer. Mm-hmm. This is the first trailer we've gotten. No, it's the second. We got a teaser. The of teaser some sort. trailer was only like a minute okay. long, and it was mostly just kind of like a wide pan of different shots of the kid that's, that's playing right. Artemis Yeah, and then it kind of did the logo with him like standing in between it, kind of a thing. Okay, but that was about it. This is actually like the first full big trailer, like that actual we had trailer number one uh, type thing. Uh, so yeah, this having you you haven't gotten to be able to read the books or, no, or anything like that. It. I really um, I know like stuff kind of like loosely based on it, but I really don't know too much about it honestly. It looks like there's setting this movie up to be quite a bit different from something right like he steals shit yeah uh i think they make him a lot more of a good guy in this movie than i ever pictured him in the books okay um he's to me i think he's a lot more um of an evil mastermind in the books 
and they're playing him a little bit more innocent, and probably a little more likable. I think uh, they want this kid to be a likable they main like character. They're trying to make him more like Bond esque in a sense. Like, uh, There's like, a lot of that. Like that a Craig Bond, like almost like a bad boy Bond. What the you hell is I mean? Craig Bond? Daniel Craig. Oh. <laughs> I thought like I feel like Daniel Craig Bond. <laughs> Craig as much Bond as, was as his like it, his no. brother that really messed up and <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I'm Craig. Craig. It's like Bond. Craig Christ, but Craig yeah. Bond. <laughs> no, uh, so Daniel Craig's Bond was more. Uh, I don't really know how to say. It's not like as spiffy and, and you know. I know yeah, like, he very he is that to a certain extent, but he's more of a. Kind of like a rogue version, hands on, yeah, uh, a very roguey version yeah. of what you would get as a James Bond. Yeah, you know, your classic spy thrillers that started in like the '60s and '70s and stuff that you get with like Doctor No and Thunderball and Goldfinger and stuff mm-hmm. from those classic Sean, Re- Sean Connery movies. It's definitely Connery. Oh my gosh, that's good. I like this. He doesn't even need. He's like Madonna. He could have been running off of Shonery this entire Shonery. time. <laughs> um, but you know, like that kind of uh, that kind of yeah. quirk and stuff. That that they have with the classic, you know, well, they disarm a guy with like one hit and like, yeah, they never get dirty. It's definitely a more, like you said, gritty hands on. He's more rogue. Like he, he doesn't necessarily always listen to what MI6 says. Whereas, you know, every other James Bond is just like, right Q or or right M, you know, I'm going to do everything you say. Whereas sometimes he's just kind of like, fuck off. I'm just going to do what I want. Yeah. That, you know, kind of ragtag type of a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, he seems like more of like a, they're trying to pin him like a, a traditional Bondy type in a way. That makes sense. Whereas, I guess, you know, I don't really know too much about it. Like, if you're thinking him, like, as a criminal mastermind, I wouldn't picture him dressing up in a full, like, three-piece tux. Well, he did because they're, like, they're, like, ugly, filthy, rich kind of, like, like, he is been with, has a butler that lives on site, like, and they have a lot of money and a mansion, and they've just been able to be, um... You know, kind of crazy on that side of things. Uh, what I found interesting about this, two main things that were really different than the uh, the books were, is that his dad is present in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Artemis Fowl's dad has been declared dead for years by the time the first book starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find out later that he's not dead, but like, there's no presence of his dad. True. And then the other part is that the uh, Josh Gad's character and uh, and I don't remember, I don't know who the girl is. But Mulch Diggums and then uh, Holly, uh, where's she at? Is she on there? Yeah, Captain Holly Short, Laura McDonald. Their characters are actually trying to infiltrate Foul Mansion, Foul foul Manor. uh, Are they like the quote-unquote good guys trying to stop the villain? Yes, they are are the good guys trying to stop the villain. Gad's playing a like an ex prisoner that they've essentially allowed to help the the SWAT team infiltrate because he can dig he through knows, tunnels like and stuff and like that. Kind of yeah, he knows how to get in and out. So they're like, okay, if you're if you help us, then we'll take some time off your sentence or whatever. Taylor um, James, but in who's that? Uh, I don't know. I just <laughs> I said I said it that way because <laughs> James Taylor. Yeah, but it was like his name in a phone book. <laughs> Um, but in this, very much in the trailer at least, they set it up to where Mulch and Holly are part of a team with Artemis Fowl. And that the fairy people, the fae, are kind of your bad guys trying to attack. Um, but really it's the other way around. And Holly and Mulch are working with the fairies uh, to get 
information from Artemis Fowl, who has done them really dirty. He's found out about the fairy people, and he's taken their secret text, and he's tried to, like... Who would be, like, the fairy person that's, like, a bad guy or something. Uh, I think Judy Dench is their head. So command that she's like a, like a man, she's like like the head fairy thing. Yeah. So, but she's really the the head, like good guy in the book (laughs) and Artemis Fowl is the bad guy. So it's kind of a weird turn on it. It's definitely a, um, I think probably, and I, I don't mean this in like a negative way, but I think it's a very Disney way to approach it. And like, you know, you look at the like fairy, even like old classic fairy tales before no, they got a hold of them. They were literally alive. the only movie that kid's been in. I didn't oh, uh, know. that was yeah, the Artemis I, kid. Yeah, for Ferdina Shaw. Huh. I, I had no idea. I was just clicking on it, and this is literally the only thing he's got on his credit. Interesting. Um, but yeah, so it, it it seems very much like let's take a, a classic fairy tale and let's rewrite it to where there's good guys and bad guys and stuff like that. But they're doing it with the modern book instead. Um, so they're kind of retelling Artemis Fowl completely, which is interesting. But it looks good. Yeah, for uh, sure. I think it looks fun. It's a little bit more... Um, Maybe I'm taken out of it because it's not like the book a little bit on it, but uh, it, it seems a little bit too... The way that they shoot it, polished. the way that they're kind of going with it and stuff, it reminds me a little bit of like Men in Black with the looks. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would go with that. Yeah. Absolutely. And I was hoping for something a little different. Yeah. I can uh, see that. And it doesn't... Not that it can't be shiny, but I was hoping for a different shine. Shiny! Like that. Like that. Not like shiny, but shiny! Yeah. Like that. Cool. That's what I was looking for. I like that. You want to get in some food news? Let's talk about some food news. Oh. Um, so all new Dr. Pepper and cream soda. What? I don't know why they would go with naming it like that, but it's essentially Dr. Pepper cream soda mix, like a Dr. Pepper green soda hybrid. Oh, like a cherry Dr. Pepper, but a cream soda Dr. Cream Pepper. Soda, but they call it Dr. Pepper and cream soda. Like it's a mix. Mm-hmm. Like a fitty, uh, fitty. But both flavors are out now. Uh, the original and the diet flavor of that. Interesting. Uh, I've I not drink seen that. it out in the wild, but I want to try it for sure. I always love a good cream soda, but I don't know how that would be meshed with the flavors of your Dr. Pepper. Um, but I, don't know. I would definitely be willing to, I think to try it. Because Dr. Pepper is what? 24, 27 flavors? Twenty No, flavors. Five, yeah, 23. <laughs> 23. Uh, yeah, 23 flavors. Yeah. I think that, and I don't know if that's true or whatever, but I believe it. it um, is, it's totally 23. <laughs> um, You're supposed to drink that and it makes you healthy. I think that Dr. Pepper is a good foundation for any mix of soda yeah. because it's just enhancing one of those 23 flavors always. Which one do you think it enhances it whenever you add in the cream soda? The cream soda flavor. Vanilla? Vanilla kind of. Is that what cream soda? Like, maybe, yeah. I'm just saying, I didn't know if maybe that Could kind be. of uh, had that kind of a tough Because, like, when of vanilla, the. the uh, the cherry vanilla Coke yeah. uh, that I got a couple of those are pretty good. Nice. Recommend it. Um, yeah. Cause like when I go to the movie theater mm-hmm. and you have those like make your own soda things, yes. I get a Pib Zero, which is like a Diet Dr. Pepper mm-hmm. and I go half Pib Zero, half Sprite Zero. Okay. And I like that flavor. It enhances the Sprite of the Pib. The Sprite, the lemon Sprite in the Pib. There is. It's one of the 23. You think that lemon and lime are at one of the 23 flavors? Yes, sir. I think I want to look up and see what the 23 <laughs> Do they have them? I, want, I don't know. You think that that's a thing? I feel like it's probably a secret recipe, but I mean, we'll, we'll look and see if it's a thing. Somebody had to have at least made up a fake Dr. list that we can Pepper, read. 23 flavor, flavors. What are they? Yes. 
23 flavors are cola, cherry, licorice, amaretto, which is almond vanilla. Uh, oh, wait, no, amaretto. I thought it was explaining what it was because the. It looked the, like yeah, it. Yeah, I think they, they, meant, they meant for it to be another comma. Almond, vanilla, blackberry, apricot, blackberry, or blackberry twice, maybe blueberry. I don't know. Uh, caramel, pepper. Anise, 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 anise. I don't know. Sarsaparilla. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Ginger, molasses, lemon. Oh, it's close plum, enough. Plum, orange, nutmeg, cardamom, uh, allspice, coriander, juniper, birch, and prickly ash. That makes sense for a lot of those. No, I'm talking <laughs> about like that makes sense. <laughs> for a lot of the spices and stuff that's yeah. there, and especially the tail end, like your nutmeg, allspice, uh, birch, and stuff like that. And then there's, I've had like a birch root beer before. And yeah, the birch I've root had a birch beer that I could definitely close, yeah. tell that that would be something it's that's in a flavor the family. that's in there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. Lemon kind of is part of the lemon. Lemon's oil. in there. It so it's it, the lemon it that's inside the pib. It. I yeah. assume. Absolutely. Pib is probably, since it's a ripoff of Dr. Pepper. So probably come through I would, there. I'd think that anything mixed with Dr. Pepper could potentially be good. It's like your it's it's your base it's your catch-all. See, so, yeah, I mean, I would say that a cream soda probably has a lot of that. I mean, like we already said, mm-hmm. vanilla, almond, yep. probably those spices on the tail end, it would just enhance a lot of those flavors. Absolutely. It'd probably be a really good flavor then, too. Um, what you got? Um, IHOP's got some new pancakes. I got some cereal pancakes. Shut up. Got some cereal. Get out of here. Cereal Are bottom. you telling me they got cereal pancakes? You know they do. I they've, do. It's right here on the They've list. got a, a cinnamon <laughs> toast crunch pancake, which I would try that because I can't get enough of that cinnamon goo that they put in between pancakes. Mm. I don't care about the cereal on top. I just want Cinnamon goo. What would you eat cinnamon goo off of that you would be like, like this is like the lowest what bar that I eat it off. The of? lowest bar that you would probably set. You know, what I mean, like, what's the lowest? Would you, like uh, we'll say the lowest is shit. You're putting cinnamon sugar. Oh, goo I wouldn't on eat it shit. off shit. Okay, um, let's go up a little. Let's bit. go up a little bit. What about sidewalk? Lick it off a sidewalk. I could do that. You would look it off a sidewalk. If I, I think the next thing I was gonna go was shoot. I'm like basing it purely on elevation. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. That's fair. Um, I think. Uh, what about a smartphone? Those are supposed to be like the most bacteria. I eat food off of my smartphone all the time. <laughs> yeah, like if I'm eating and like in the car and my phone's in the between my legs and I drop it on there. Why did you put your I phone in between your legs? I always put it in between my legs. Why? Oh, because I like it when somebody calls me. Oh. <laughs> I was just saying, I, sometimes whenever I'm driving, I'll, I'll give a little tuck between my left leg yeah. and, and the car seat, and I'll just yeah. place it there or whatever. A lot of times, I'll just put it like in the middle of the little console. Yeah, and, and like if I'm in my car, I've got a, a thingy. Yeah, I have I can put more, it in. My, Actually, mine, uh, somebody tried to mess with my phone to maneuver it over to look at it and it made it come off uh, uh, fall up off so it's not up there right now but like if I'm in somebody else's car like a work vehicle sure. I'll put it right there yeah and, good, uh, that's a but, good spot but yeah if I'm eating they'll drop it on there I'll, I'll, I'll suck a little bit of cinnamon sauce off my phone nice uh, uh, no, I what forgot we were talking there's about two, there's two other flavors uh, we got crunch berry um, which sure why not and then uh, the lucky charms uh, which probably is probably the coolest. I is think it Crunch Berry is it actual like regular Captain Crunch. It says Crunch Berry. Okay, which that's a that's a Captain Crunch. 
it is a shoot, yeah, right? It's a flavor. Yeah. It's the Captain Crunch Crunch Berries. Yeah. Because uh, the what's because regular Captain Crunch. It's just the. Is it just the just yellow the, parts? It's, yeah, it's just the yellow bits. It doesn't it have any. Like, balls. It has a kind of a fruity flavor to it in and of itself, anyways. A little bit. I don't like Captain Crunch. But it I tears like, up I my like mouth. It. I like it. Okay. Like it's so rough. Like especially peanut butter crunch. It's, that's pretty fucking good. <laughs> But I, I think uh, we could talk about cereals all day if you want to. I'm, I'm we a could, fucking connoisseur. I'll do it. I love cereal too. <laughs> uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch one, my favorite. What would be your favorite? What would you go for? Uh, probably the, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch would yeah. be the one I would want to try first. Uh, if I was with a group of people mm-hmm. and none of us wanted to commit to it, I would say let's get the Lucky Charms and we'll share it. Yeah, I could see that too. Uh, I would want to share the Lucky Charms. I would not buy that by myself. Uh, <laughs> I would probably be willing to try the the other. The Crunch Berries. The Crunch Berries yeah. as well. Um, but my first go-to would have to be the Cinnamon Toast. I, uh, Number it, one, it's like the best cereal. Did you notice that they were, they're were they really trying to push that purple dye from the Adams Family mm-hmm. ones? And they had, like, they had, didn't, <laughs> we got they a had lot. way too much of that left over. We got to sprinkle some <laughs> so of that So we got to put else. that on the Lucky Charms. So on the Lucky Charms, you, you get go, the like, purple whip topping. This goes on until April 12th, I believe, okay. is the, the cutoff date for it. But yeah. I'm going to be willing to bet that once the spring pancakes come out, we're going to have a nice vibrant violet color at the top of it maybe some mix of of some others that's we gotta pur- push that purple yeah push the purple push the purple um yeah uh dairy queen added a new cotton candy dipped cone flavor to its what? growing list of uh dip options wow um don't know if i would be willing to try it maybe i, I don't really I, I don't go for like a cotton candy flavored things unless it's actually cotton candy oh you know what i mean i got you <laughs> like i don't want like a cotton candy candy or because they make that kind of they have that mm-hmm. like flossy flavor of candy. You say flossy um, flavor? Yeah, because that's what is it's like flossiness, like the the that's what they call the the stringiness of the cotton candy. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought you were just like it's like flossy, flossy. No, no. For delicious no. Is that a thing that she says? The flossy, flossy. I don't know. She might say something different. It sounds like the floss, the flossy. <laughs> But <laughs> you know me. It may not even be that hey, at all. I know you. You know. You know. I'm down for what? With OPP. What other foods do you have for hey, me, bud? Hey, uh, things you can't eat but are also food related. Okay. Uh, you had introduced the uh, the KFC Crocs uh, a little while back, mm-hmm. and uh, now they are putting out for Easter the Peep Crocs. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get your your Peep flair, like you did your your mm-hmm. uh, chicken the leg gibbets. flair. Gibbets. That's mm-hmm. what they call it. I still hate that name. Uh, it made more sense as a chicken leg than it does a, ch- uh, a peep. I don't know why. Oh, I did. I, I, I dig it with the peeps. You know, like I'm gonna get, do you I'm think a, it stands for something? Do you think that uh, you could get a collar of each, for like for one for the left, one for the right? Like you don't have to stick with a pair of yellow. You could get like a blue and a pink. They're going to force you to. I'm sure they would. But you, you know could probably I mean? go have these with somebody, some other like-minded fellow. I don't think anybody is like-minded enough to want to buy these. <laughs> um, and then yeah, you guys could you trade too. some of your, your gibbets so mm-hmm. that you guys can have mixed match offsetting. Of yeah. Uh, but you got your classic yellow peep. Uh, these are all basically all the, the same peeps. hue yeah. of the the chicky peeps. Uh, so you got your uh, yellow, your pink, and your uh, blue. Bleh. Does gibbets stand for anything? Did we decide that because they 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 capitalize it like J I B B I T Z? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. It's I like, have to go back to uh, don't do it to the to the website. <laughs> don't go down that road again. I could find out real quick. I mean, it's right here. You think that it? I I just wonder if it's like. I mean, oh, it's not all capped here. It's just, it's just trademarked <laughs> right here. Trademarked. It's uh, Jules in Berry. <laughs> no, I can't get it. Never mind. 
does gibbets mean? A gibbet is a doodah. That's why I mean, I mean as I actually stand for something. <laughs> well, that's what you should have asked for then, I guess. Because <laughs> you got something else. Uh, does gibbets stand for something? I don't think so. I think it's just the generic name for it, I it's guess. Just, uh, somebody was sitting around like, what are we going to call these things that we're going to stick to them? And they're like, gibbets. gibbets. And they're like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Everything is just basically just a meaning of what the actual thing is. <laughs> like what they are. Yeah. yeah basically sure. just a definition. And so it's gotcha. Cool. Um, that is food news. Let me find one more food news for you here. I actually got two more. I lied. Gatorade's <laughs> releasing a new drink called Bolt 24. <laughs> what? Bolt 24. No, I heard it, but what? <laughs> uh, it's about to hit the market really soon. Uh, it's a new drink that's kind of uh, the same caloric intake, the low calorie of the G2. Okay. Um, but this actually has added caffeine to it. So 50 milligrams of caffeine per bottle. That's oh. like the 24-ounce <laughs> bottles that come standard of your uh, of your Bolt 24. So they're gonna. Have, it's Gatorade with caffeine. Yep. Essentially. Interesting. Yep. I was at Walmart. G2, I guess, with caffeine. Yeah. I guess one has oh, a little bit more sugar than the other. Yeah. After that, the sugar, though, content that's in it's not too different. Because I think, like, one standard bottle of Gatorade, if I'm not mistaken, is like 110 calories or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I think the G2 is, like, only 90. Like, uh, it's, it's, it's low not a big cal, but it's not a huge difference at I, uh, all. I don't drink Gatorade in general because it all seems too sweet for me. Mm -hmm. uh, but... That, that's cool. I was at Walmart uh, yesterday, day before, sometime this week, um, and they had uh, sparkling water with caffeine in it, and uh, like you could get a case of it. Wow. And uh, I was sparkling like... Sparkling water uh, energy drink. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And then uh, I also got Oreo cookie crumbles is out now. What's that? Oreo cookie crumbles. You can now finally purchase crushed up Oreos without having to make your own. It comes in a big <laughs> bag. <laughs> You could be the salesperson for anything because you make it sound like it's so reasonable no matter what it is. I will let you know that next to this, I put dot, dot, dot. Do we need this? <laughs> is there a package? Can I see this? Yeah. Like, Hold on, let me find it for I, I guess I have the internet standing right in front of me as well. Um, yes, Babe, my internet know, stands. Uh, it stands on itself. <laughs> so you can just get a bag of, like for cooking. And mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, it's essentially what it's for. But it's, like, it's your it's your already cookie crumbled. You don't have to sit there and bash a box of this. Okay. With it. It's basically like if you bought like a sleeves of Oreo or something for two forty or yeah. whatever it is. Instead, you can buy the exact same thing for two forty. It's already crushed up for you, and you can use it on top of your cakes or so whatever it may be. Somebody got a big bonus for this idea because essentially this is all the shit that broke, all the cookies that broke. There it is. Before they got to. Uh, before Fun they recipes got, are on the back of the pack, Chad. <laughs> before they got off the assembly line, this is all the broken cookies that didn't mm -hmm. make it into the package, and they've been thrown the away all these years. And then somebody was like, "We could be just selling this stuff." They got I'm a lot say, of money. I 100% guarantee that they already sell this stuff to places like Sonic or Dairy oh, yeah. Queen and stuff like that, just packaged in the boxes for all that. And now they're just like, "We could market this to people." Yeah, you know, they're dumb enough to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense because like blizzards and stuff. Yeah, have, yeah that's what I mean. Yeah. Like it's already got the pre-crushed up stuff that comes I in like their little boxes. I just assumed that they also broke up their Oreos, but you're probably <laughs> right. 
<laughs> Nabisco's just like, hey, we can only send them to you by the sleeve, so you're going to have to get a rolling pin and bash these up real quick before you mix it in that blender. I just And I thought that they did that with uh, Reese's. You tell me that they don't do that with Reese's probably either. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say probably Man. not. I, yeah, I just thought they blended that all on their own. That would be really cool, though, too. I, now that I'm thinking about it, it's just you could already do, like, for whenever you make, like, this Oreo cheesecake, you know, or something like a no-bake cheesecake. Yeah. You could already have that there to just pat down and like mix it with the butter and then pat it down and you can have like a crust you know what they also already sell they already sell that that even but i bet this is more delicious because what they sell of there is just the cookies only this is going to have the cream it's in it too. Cream in. It's, so it's going to be even more rich and, and it's, fattening it's homemade with love homemade yeah you made it them, with them hoes <laughs> them hoes made it <laughs> Oh, tell me a news article. Um, Unless, well, do you have more food news? No, I don't. I'm sorry. I should have. You're fine. It you should have known. I thought you were going to say, I'm sorry. I should have known <laughs> that you didn't have any more. Um, no, I uh, no. I got bad news, sad news first. <sighs> Flavor Flay has been kicked out of Public Enemy. Why? Because <laughs> evidently he had a political argument with the uh, with the rest of the folks. About what? Like what, poli- what kind of political argument? Do you I know, know what it entails? Let's find out. Oh, okay. Um, reading an article for you guys. This, this currently is the song says, for reading articles. <laughs> public Enemy and Public Enemy Radio will be moving forward without Flavor Flav. We thank him for his years of service and wish him well. From a legal, legal standpoint, Chuck could perform as Public Enemy if he wanted to. That's Chuck D. Uh, he is the sole owner of the Public Enemy trademark. He originally drew the logo on himself, blah, 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 blah. Um, so that's... Okay, so maybe it looks like here that Public Enemy is like... Siding with Bernie Sanders, maybe Flava Flav is not a Bernie Sanders ite. Maybe he goes out. with like another guy. Maybe he likes Biden. Chuck D wrote about Flavor Flav on Twitter. We don't know. Th- he don't know the difference between Barry Sanders and Bernie Sanders, <laughs> and he he don't know either. So he's just he's just stupid, and he thinks that they're gonna he's gonna screw up their spot supporting a political person. I think so. I wonder if. So that, some, so this one election that could make or like break the nation, you know. I mean, also I, make or broke make 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 or broke uh, public enemy. Yeah, <laughs> as in now now whenever public enemy performs, the, do you think that they have the right to like even just sound bite like yeah boy? <laughs> Is that a thing? Like they can just like hit a button and sound bite him? I'm I'm of the uh, of the argument that do we need the yeah boys in the public enemy songs? No, or are I they mean, even better without it? Uh, probably, I like Chuck D's voice. Probably not. Um, I don't like Flavor Flav's voice. I don't really. I public enemy's okay, but I've never been like a huge like. No, I'm I haven't been all yeah, the time kind I of a thing. But uh, I mean, you don't need it. But I mean, if it was there and somebody was offering it to you to use, would it make it? A, like enhance it um probably not there you go i yeah i say no to both <laughs> just no <laughs> i uh I, I like a good chuck d i like chuck d in the old uh in the prophets of rage that was uh i liked that mm-hmm. mashup was good with him and uh um you know uh i be, do know be uh be, be real. real there we go Woo! i got gotcha. you sorry I was trying to help you out, but then I was like at the same you brain fart you were at. So we started at a low so we can build ourselves up from there. Okay. Uh, so I'll skip my giant paragraph that's all about Destiny's next season. <laughs> it's it's all positive, but we want to talk about something even more positive. Like We can build ourselves up. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so what about Robert Kirkman? We're about we talk him. about Robert Kirkman. What's he going shared, on with Robert Bob? Kirkman shares with everyone that the virus that started 
the outbreak in The Walking Dead no. was a space spore. Oh, he, 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 I going to say he said it was the coronavirus. No, <laughs> and I was like, no. oh, that's maybe no. not good. No, it would have been really cool if he did say that. No, he said it all started from a space spore. It was kind of a, a take on what I guess Romero said a long time ago with like Night of the Living Dead. Oh, really? Initially, he had said that like that was initially like from a, a some like a weird space virus that kind of infected the the planet Earth, and then it just kind of made the uh, the the dead come back to life. So that was kind of his quote unquote take from it. But, um, he said it kind of in an official statement now that like the comics and everything are all said and done for the main series and whatnot. Um, that that's, that's kind of where it came from. Although afterwards he quickly said, but that's not important. Yeah. So, do with that what you will. Yeah. Well, and we've seen that whatever, you know, we know. I don't. I don't believe that there's going to be a Walking Dead two or a continuation of any sort that he's going to deal with. Um, I could but, see them probably doing an annual or a one off here and there, like years down the road. But none of it's going to be important to the story because it never was before, and it's not going to be important to the TV series or the TV universe, the the three season or three shows and movies or whatever, because hmm. they can make it whatever they want. Also, they can be like, well, ours is the coronavirus. Yeah, uh, you know. And and Speaking can, of the coronavirus, that has been coming up a lot in our our wheelhouse of news as well now too. Yeah, there there people aren't going to be showing up to events and and, mm-hmm. and all some that of the, stuff. some of that like uh, I know Sony and Samsung they've all dropped out of big like events like yeah. kind of like similar to CES but over in Korea they they dropped out of that. Um, a new one that just came out today, the new James Bond film No Time to Die, has been delayed due to the coronavirus. Yeah, um, and also uh, gaming industry. Too. Too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have already said and stated that we might expect delays for the Xbox Series S because there are a lot of parts that are from China that they get that are into yeah, and the actual like whole factories and everything are shut down. Mm-hmm. I mean, cities are shut down. Yeah, same thing with Sony. Um, they already said that the Switch is, uh, they've got what units out they have, but getting new units is kind of an, uh, an issue right now as well. Wow. So it might see a kind of like a small quote unquote shortage, if you will, of consoles and the future consoles potentially maybe even having to get pushed back a little bit um, due to this, you know, yeah. and everything. So I'm hoping that this shit gets under control pretty soon. <laughs> I it's don't gonna, know what the deal is. Yeah. It could be it could be scary for some people. It's scary for a lot of people. Yeah. I think that they said the WHO, uh, not the band, but <laughs> the World Health Organization. Like, the WHO is not even going to go on tour this year. No. Uh, the World Health Organization stated that uh, within like the next several months, by the time it hits summer, that up to 70% of the adults in the United States could be affected if the outbreak doesn't get itself like settled or Probably under control. quarantine. But they, I guess that that's kind of like the anticipated rate of it. It's escalation. Isn't it cool though that the the government's talking about uh, they're they're in discussions on how much they're going to charge for a vaccine though? Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> I like that. Thanks, Mike Pence. He's not like the direct head of that, but he's no, like, I mean he's, that's, he's the guy that's kind of like the the that's the, just the our speaking for voice that's our for Congress. The, that's oh yeah. I mean, that's just them going, well, how, how much do we want to charge for this? I mean, I'm not for everything getting, giving everything to everyone for free. But if you do have a, an epidemic that is this serious, um, it may be worth just giving to everyone. I think uh, that they said that the kits that they have, which are now in short, short order anyways, mm-hmm. um, the testing kits that they have that 
insurance companies were charging people like seventy three hundred dollars for crazy. one like swabby test for yeah. it and everything. Um, they gotta make their money. Yeah, the, it's the, just the like kids war. are just now getting to Southern Illinois, yeah. um, where we are based out of. For people that don't know or Didn't don't know. play at home, um, <laughs> yeah. So like in like the Carbondale area and stuff, most of the hospitals and stuff will just now be getting it here within the next week or two. Well, the good news is I'm convinced that the coronavirus hit Southern Illinois like in January. Uh, and that, that wasn't just a regular like standard rhinovirus. Well, it wasn't. It was ever. I mean, people who had already like everybody that had gotten vaccinated already mm-hmm. was getting this, and it was knocking them out for longer than they've ever had flus. It was yeah. two weeks, three weeks, a month long. You they had different that phases. I'm not convinced it wasn't. But this is doing more than just knocking people out. It's killing people, too. <laughs> it's killing the elderly and the young. Like, it's killing people that wouldn't have had the immune but system I'm, to fight I'm, it off. I'm the youngest person you've ever met. So <laughs> that's all you have to be concerned about. That's what the news is, is 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 kind of skimming over, is that it's mostly elderly and people who don't have the immune yeah. systems to fight it. Like, you know what the news isn't skimming over is that Henry Cavill is linked to potentially be Wolverine <laughs> and Captain Marvel, too. I don't think that that's going to be true. I hope. It is though. <laughs> Do you really? I've seen some pictures and stuff of him and like other movies you that I've never seen. More than Radcliffe? Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. I like Henry Cavill a lot, especially after The I Witcher. Don't. I think he's a pretty. I, I think he's a t- more talented actor than what people actually give him credit really? for as a character actor. In Superman, he did not have to really stretch much character there, and it was pretty bland. But seeing him in in The Witcher and stuff, and seeing what kind of a character yeah. actor he is, and him doing his own stunts and shit, he's it's 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 not too shabby. In. I think he's a really good character actor. I think he can pull that character off better than what you think. Yeah, I don't want him, though. That's fine. You don't have to have him. But I'm just saying like, <laughs> that he's kind of a little bit of a tap. I think he's too old. Too old for Wolverine? Yeah, like I want some. I want him to start casting younger. Like I know, but the guy's born in 1865. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Henry Cavill. I was like, no. he's looking really good. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I'm just saying just know, in general. But like... It doesn't matter what age you pick this guy. <laughs> and you could make him anything. Like, why make him another, like white dude that's pushing 40 like why not (laughs) (laughs) it's worked before (laughs) watch change up what already worked (laughs) it's the formula for for success right i mean (laughs) why make new so why make something new if you could already have already have the formula and you know it's going to make money i mean why don't they just cgi hugh jackman back into the movies like if he's if he's cool with it he's done enough performances where you could just and they've already they cg Mm -hmm. I'd him fighting himself they, in... They could CGI him fighting Leia. <laughs> <laughs> Merge that universe together, too. Why not? Hey, they're, uh, they're supposedly have greenlit uh, Baby Driver 2. Yeah, I'm and, excited uh, for that. I knew you might like that. I uh, wonder if uh, some of the characters that are dead, which is almost everyone, will come back. Ansel is supposed to be there. Yeah, he can come back. And the chick... Yeah, like, with the the uh, like most of the other characters are all dead. John Hamm's lady is that the one who survived? Mm, did she survive? Yeah, who's the chick that he's? Oh, his girl, Ansel's girl, baby's yeah, she, girl. That's, she's that's right. Okay, I don't think any of that crew, the whole crew, alive, and including Kevin Spacey's character, is dead. I don't think he's coming back anyways. <laughs> I mean, most of that stuff's actually been uh, dissipated now. 
Is he? But are they allowing him back? I mean, Mel Gibson had to go in movie jail for like a, a I century. Think that, I think that people decade, will eventually get him back, but I don't think it's going to be super soon. Uh, yeah, I think but I, he. It, most of that stuff has come about to where he's actually been credited as clean and oh, have yeah, everything as far as it like, just took a while for all yeah. that to kind of come up yep. or they just kind of forgot about it. it's like well, a lot of people Singer. were trying to sue him and they were showing like emails and text messaging and things like that and how he did not do any of the shit that they, people were blaming him for yeah. and things it was a lot of the thing same like what happened with uh chris hardwick whenever his yeah. stuff and they had to get all the emails and the texts yeah. and everything for them to show like hey she was just kind of crazy yeah and i was doing what i i was saying the things that i I was saying to trust trying to get her to backpedal yeah. and then she went out and just was like hey he beat me and raped me and did things to me that i didn't it's want like the whole like johnny depp and amber heard like yeah. that whole but like she was the one that actually was abusing him and he was keeping it yeah. on wraps and stuff because there was pictures that came out from that where you see like bruises and scars and shit like that or not scars but cuts and bruises yeah. and shit on his face from him in the hospital yeah that the hospital employees were taking for him so that way he had it just in case yeah yeah it's weird it's unfortunate for every harvey wine scene you have there there is a chris hardwick or yeah what a shit something like. it was really weird we were watching uh what came on oh fuck i can't think of what it was but it was a it was a 90 teens movie and uh mandy had it on at her mom and dad's house whenever we were down there uh-huh. um this past uh day or two ago uh yesterday actually it was and uh <laughs> and i can't think of what it was maybe it was like uh what was a, a freddie prince jr movie a classic Freddie Prince Jr. Is it? Is that how I lose a t- guy in ten days? Is that or is that? No, that's Heath that, Ledger. That's dead guy. Yeah, um, uh, you know, what I'm nothing to, get? to give, uh, something to get. All, something's got to give. Uh, something's no. got to. No, I can't think of what it can't is. Can't hardly wait. You know what I'm talking about, though. It's a, that a, era. FPJs anyway, in there. It started off with fucking Harvey, uh, produced and created yeah. by Harvey Weinstein and whatever his Bob, brother's name, yeah. Bob Weinstein. Yeah, and it had those listed on. I was just like, oh. <laughs> I just looked at me and I was like, do you think he did anything? these girls in this Aww. movie because there was a lot of girls in this movie that are like really popular now still and everything and I was just like it makes me wonder because I'm like I really don't go out of my way to figure out what movies they were tied to no. but you know I mean he's the kind of guy that was like you want to be a star don't you kind of thing <laughs> and then they did stuff yeah yeah, I'm yeah, just fucking creeps. It's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of like, everybody just needs to tell the truth. A mix of ups and downs this week. Yeah. We talked about the coronavirus, and we brought you back up with Henry Cavill, and then we <laughs> took you down with Harvey Weinstein. But Chad's going to bring you up with Weird Al Chia pets are now available. <laughs> of course. Why would we not talk about this? <laughs> I mean, it's just it. It looks awesome. Have you ha- ever had a chia pet? No. Um, I feel I like I don't know if I have it. either. One of my close friends from grade school had one. Matt and it Jackson. Was usually, no, not Matt. Uh, Caleb. Uh, I think he had one, and it was just like a standard, like the hedgehog one. You know, yeah, where a girl's like the original. Yeah. yeah, like a standard, just fair. Yeah. Um, really cool. I mean, they're neat. Did it work? Like he yeah, actually was yeah, successful yeah, he at growing it. Yeah, he would be successful at growing it though. That would make sense. Like for all extents of purposes, though, once you've watered it, it is basically just uh, one of those like clovers. No, it's not clover. Is it not clover? No, it's not clover. It's uh, is it's, it chia seeds? Like like when you like you eat chia? Yep. Is it? That's it. For real, straight up. I have no idea. I think it is. I hope so. Should we get some chia seeds that from my kitchen and and plant them? Well, in those the are like uh, dried and roasted, probably. So. I believe in them. <laughs> I believe in the chia seed. Um, 
But yeah, he had that, and, and it grew out. It, it's essentially like, uh, what are those? Uh, what are the plants that have that you can keep in all season round? You don't have Bill to too much. What are they called? Bill Ivy. God damn it! I'm just gonna yell at Mandy and ask her because I'm thinking I can't think of what they're called right now for the life of me. Uh, um, it's got a name. Everything has. It's got a name. <laughs> um. Oh, an evergreen tree. No, I'll leave uh, this in. I'm gonna go ask her, but I'm gonna yell it. Leave it in. We're just chia seeds. What's the plants called that we have that you uh, you only have to water every so often? Succulents. Succulents. That's the name. But what does that mean? Can they hear me? I don't know. Say say what I said. Succulents. Okay, that's succulents. Suck your lance. Suck suck your friend Lance. (laughs) Okay. I got a friend named Lance. Bass. No. Uh, Petrie? <laughs> no. I don't know any alliances, um, I don't think. I can't get this search to work. Uh, so Let's see what Davey and Tracy have to say. Who? Davey and Tracy. What are you talking about? You know. Um, even though you've never eaten chia seeds before, you probably have heard of them. Remember those ads for ch- chia pets? They are the same. They're the same. Chia seeds and chia pet wow. stuff is the same. I knew that. I didn't. Well, we were looking it up. We didn't know if that was for real, like the same exact thing or not. Fact checking. So if we didn't have them dried and roasted or anything like that, we you could, could have. We you could grow them on Weird Al's head. Yeah, I would love to do that. Or like, I wonder if it can works you eat on them after they're grown. Like, can you eat the plant? Is that something that people do? The, the what? The oh, plant, this? the oh, plant, maybe like the yeah. greens. You, you know probably could. I mean? Maybe it's like a salad topping. Like a salad topping. You know, like how they'll have like. Um, uh huh. She needs a mic now. <laughs> <laughs> How they'll have like uh, like almond slices you could put in, or sunflower seeds, yeah. or you know you could put you know chia greenery. You, 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 chia it's like greenery um, on it. what's the thing you used to put on the side of your plate when it was parsley? parsley. It's like a parsley. Yeah, you can put. Parsley so it's just greenery. Yeah, just you probably don't want to eat it, but you could. Yeah, I think you can eat parsley, but it doesn't taste good. I used to eat it all the time. You're weird, though. I just eat it off the Did side of the Did you ever drink the half and half? No. You know what I'm talking no, about? No, but I've got that little half I've, and half I've got that uh, that dairy allergy, so that might put me in the hospital oh, yeah. uh, if I do something like that. So uh, on the Weird Owl uh, Chia Pet, you do, he's wearing a nice sweater or whatever you want to call it. It's got music notes on it. It's super cool. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you could wet a chia seed, like... Like like you said, not not roasted yeah. or whatever, but like just get then like wetting them. I, they always like the commercials seem like they've got like a, a gel that they're yeah, involved yeah, yeah. in. Um, I but think that's the, because it that's is like a foam. It, it's it's basically like plant food. That's what's uh, going. So that way, whenever you inject sense. it into it, it's meant for rapid growth. Yeah. So that way, you're not waiting, you know, days and days and days for it to come out. Uh, It'll just be sense. a few days, and you'll start seeing your growth. And I gotcha. So yeah. But is it is it like a is it uh, like a ceramic like a like a like a pot like a potted? That's plant? basically what that That's is. That's what it is. It's not yeah. like spongy or anything. No. So like you could just grow chia seeds on the on the rim of a of a toilet. Not a toilet. That was what I was thinking of. I was thinking like a, a pot plant. Uh, Don't not, not like a marijuana. But. No, bro. <laughs> Don't people do that? Um, like like I've seen. I feel like Southern Illinois is good for this. Uh, <laughs> people that have like old broken porcelain toilets and they put them out in the front yard yeah. and fill it with dirt and then they, you grow something out of it. If you ever get the chance, the rapper to go to uh, Calvert City, 
yeah. Kentucky, mm-hmm. uh, where the drive-in movie theater is, yeah. right outside of Paducah. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a... a um, Been there. Love it. The, the outdoor uh, art gallery thing? No, I, I was talking about the Calvert City, the, oh, the, the drive-in. drive-in. Oh, no. There. It's uh, been a long time. I usually always go to the one in Belleville. There's like, like five minutes away from it is the, um, the Apple Valley... Um, oh, what's it called? Uh, it's Apple Valley something or other. I think we may have talked about Hillbilly Garden. Yes. Uh, I just had to start typing Apple Valley and it popped right It'll up. get you there. Um, it is by far the most amazing thing you will never wish you went to see. Um, it is uh, trip advisor. A, it is it is a trip on its own. Whoa, it's a yes. lot of toys. He has a toy land uh, because he hoped that he would be able to open a toy museum, and in order to raise funds for his eventual toy museum, he's created this hillbilly garden, and he'll take you on a tour through it. And I feel like. Somewhere near the Ozarks in Missouri, there's one that is, it's not a toy land, but it's like this kind of decor, like just like oh, outdoor sure. yeah, yeah. decor, but it's an outdoor garden like that, and it's giant, and you just drive through it, and it's got like a big roundabout, and it's oh, all yeah. just like a bunch of signs and shit like that. It doesn't come with your tour guide, and that is the best part of this, is this crazy, like crazy hillbilly guy who at one point in time lived in California and worked with uh, worked with the um, oh what you call it uh, with Jim Henson this guy? no that's not it okay uh, uh, you're okay. Uh, he he worked with this guy that guy uh, <laughs> That's what I was going to say. The other guy's pretty tame. No. This guy's, whoa. That looked like it was not a real person that walked in beside <laughs> It looks like a green screen. You know what I'm talking about? Like, it looks fake. Uh, so, he used to work for, like, Jim Henson Studios when, like... They were making movies and stuff. The the tours are crazy. It is crazy. You just show up. He takes tips and he'll walk you through it. He's got a whole bunch of really bad jokes and puns. Um, and uh, I can't recommend How it more. How many times have you gone? Once. Just once. Just once. You won't need to go any more than once. <laughs> I like that the Sentinel's so big. Uh, his uh, his Toyland is kind of cool. It's in uh, a shed, and it's like elbow to asshole. Like there's no room in there at all to do anything. I, I can tell. But uh, but it's really neat. There's a I lot of cool stuff there. there. Some some toys are very easily identifiable. Yeah, based on just like how far away you are, kind of a thing. Like I can clearly see the Sentinel there. I can see Slink right there. Mm-hmm. I think that might be Gumby right there. There's Rock'em Sock'em Robots. And he keeps adding to the collection. There's like fairly new toys in there as well, but it's uh, wild to say the least. Uh, but yeah, weird Al Chia pets. I like it. Uh, Destiny Two season ten. Yeah, uh, is season uh, ten even season ten? Is that ten uh, following through the entire world of of Destiny, or that's just ten in Destiny Two? Two. Two. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, so season 10 is dubbed Season of the Worthy. It'll be kicking off on March 10th. Um, so when this comes out, just be next day, I think, right? Uh, it's a Tuesday, I believe. Uh so this is going to continue after the events of what was going on in season nine. Uh, season nine, you deal with uh, the character Osiris again, and he is in this uh, area called the Infinite Forest, um, basically dealing with multiple timelines and the Cabal, who are like the uh, creatures from Mars that were trying to take over and destroy Earth. Uh-huh. Um 
They have been defeated since the beginning of the Destiny 2 campaign. That is like your big bad is mm-hmm. fighting uh, Dominus Gaul. He's like the leader of the Cabal army. Um, the Cabal all were crippled after that. Um, once it comes to this ninth season, you find out that the Cabal, what's left of the remnants of this army, are trying to interfere with this infinite forest that Osiris is kind of in charge of. Isn't and there an infinite forest somewhere else? On what? Doesn't Ori have an infinite forest? No, it's that's the Ori and the blind forest. Blind forest, damn yeah. it. Close. Some kind of forest. Mm-hmm. And Close. then the new one that comes and then it's out. it's a forest. <laughs> it'll come out this week that this comes out. I think it's on Tuesday as well. Ori does? Um, or no, it's on Wednesday. My bad. Uh, it is uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. It's the sequel to Ori and the Blind Forest. Ew. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Continue with your other forest. It's fine. Uh, so the uh, Cabal are trying to pick up the rest of the ranks, go into the Infinite Forest, and basically go back into time to try and find means to correct the timeline in which they will win the war against humanity and defeat humanity. Um, going throughout the course of the season, you've ultimately defeated them, and there's only one last ploy that they have left. They've triggered their big, huge cardinal-like flagship to smash directly into the last city, which is like the only remaining city on Earth where there's humanity left. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of like their big ploy. And what you're trying to do in this season is uh, utilize this ancient technology called War Minds, that basically this giant AI that is uh, designated to fire off like nuclear devices and also protect Earth as well. There's one ancient War Mind that is left alive, and his name is Rasputin. Um, and and that the uh, the Russian vampire? No, Russian. Russian. What's warrior? Rasputin? R- the real Rasputin? Yeah. In real life? Yeah, real life one. He was a Russian warlord. Oh, really? He wasn't a uh, vampire? No. What's Dracula's other name? Vlad Nosferatu? Vlad Tepesh. What's Nosferatu? Nosferatu was just the name of the very first vampire. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Vlad Tepesh was the name of Dracula. Oh. Yeah. In real life? In real life. That was the real dude? He was a real guy. And he, Vlad he, the he ate people. He, oh, yeah, the, that was Vlad the Impaler. Vlad, yeah, Vlad Depeche. De, Depeche Mode. Depeche. Is that what Depeche Mode's about? No, like, it's not Depeche. It's Tepeche. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> like, are they just like, when you become a vampire, He's originally in, hails from the area mode. of, like, Romania and stuff, but uh, it would be what is, quote-unquote, Transylvania. Like, it is in that area of, like, your Eastern European. You know so much about this. Yeah, I've... I've I, I know about Dracula. I know, I know lore. <laughs> I wish that it was Tepeche mode, and it was like when they went into vampire mode, like they were going to suck your blood, and that's what they named their band after. How cool would that be? But they all they sing every song like in the stereotypical Eastern uh. Europe. <laughs> They're like, your own personal Jesus. Ah, ah. Let's make a cover band called Tepeche, Tepeche mode. mode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm in. Uh... But so you're 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 uh, trying to defend the city with this old war mind, trying to kind of bring it back to defend the city from this uh, this ship destroying it. It's going to add in uh, multiple new exotics, uh, new weapons and armors, um, as and and also bringing back um, a classic game mode that has been missing since Destiny One called Trials of Osiris. Um, it's a multiplayer mode. It's like basically three v three, and uh, whenever you kill a person on the other team, that person is basically just missing the person. You don't come back for that first round. Oh. And it's set to like the best of five, basically, um, and. In that game type, to actually get the gear and to like get the spoils of it, you have to win. I think like ten matches in a row. 
So you so have it's to not going to be easy. To, it is not easy <laughs> to do it. I, on the old Destiny one, I was never to do it. I think the furthest that like me, Dallas, and Keith, or me, Dallas, and Jordan, because it, it can only be teams of three, yeah. were ever able to go was like maybe four or five. It, it's hard because I mean, there's there's lots of good players out is, there. And is it good gear? Like, are you you're fighting for something worthy? Yes. Like, yeah. Your your gears. Oh, and since it's Trials of Osiris, it's, it's very. Uh, very uh, Egyptian themed gear so like the warlock helmet looks like uh, the Anubis like the dog you know I'm talking about the dog helmet and Uh stuff a lot of like very like uh, I'm trying to think of how like you know like how the Egyptian people used to wear like the cloaks that would be Mm -hmm. like You'd still see full chest kind of a thing, but it would be almost like, like a giant golden bars. Kind of yeah, kinda, so yeah. like that on top of like the robes that you wear and stuff. But the gear itself, like the assault rifles, the pulse rifles that you would get and stuff like that, are also really good as well. Um, so it's definitely worth trying to fight for it and do it. Um, those are usually only happen on the weekends though. So Friday through Sunday. Sometimes I'm I'm hoping that they'll extend it to Monday because otherwise I right. will never get to play. <laughs> um, but so your Friday through Sunday was what it used to always be on. On Trials of Osiris, um, it was always you could only play on the weekends, and then it was over. Throughout gotcha. the rest of the week, you were meant to just play through the rest of the other shit. Yeah, um, but that's going to return as well. They showcased some of the new exotics. Uh, uh, a shotgun from Destiny One is making a comeback called the Fourth Horseman. Don't call it a comeback. Um, yeah, I don't call it a comeback. Uh, and it has four barrels. It's a four barrel shotgun. Nice. Uh, there's a gun that they're going to give you at the very beginning of it. It just comes as a free kind of unlock, and it's like a Tommy gun type of a thing, but it's like a miniature Tommy gun. It's a submachine gun, so it shoot fire like crazy fast. And you'll burn through your ammo really fast yeah um i typically don't like to play with submachine guns in that game because they bounce all over the fucking place and i, I like see. to have accuracy whenever i'm yeah. playing um but and there's another one too that's supposed to be like a really big like heavy machine gun type of that they're supposed to add in and word multiples uh eventually down the road but of course you know i had to deep dive into that because that's like well, yeah. my, my big boy thing. game so that's your that jam. That. Um, they just started talking about a new, uh, funny enough, we've been talking about uh, skateboarding games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skater XL. Yeah, it's from the uh, EA series uh, Skate. Yeah, yeah. It's the next next one in the series. And uh, which is, it seems weird because they don't have any kind of release date for it at all mm-hmm. still. It's very much still like sign up and get news updates and whatnot. Uh, but this is supposed to be coming out for PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not, they're not planning it for next gen. It's going to fall probably right on the tail end i guess probably do a both it'll at uh, least on they've both. been working on it and they want to release it or they they announce it at like e3 like they hold off just a few more months and yeah. announce it there or something oh that's true good point um they could, I mean, even, it could yeah. easily come out in like october november or something like yeah. that i mean technically four or five I mean, release even though it's not going to be a next gen game it could still come out on current gen and come out after the yeah. fact you know and not be out until a 2021 and just be like hey it's on ps4 exactly um and then that just be a thing that they do uh, but, but it looks uh, from the little screenshots that they've shown. It looks real clean. It looks like uh, less hokey and more like skater game. Like, less hokey, more Pinocchio. Yes, less hokey, a little more Pinocchio. And uh, but I'm excited for it. I thought it was uh, funny that it came up in the news since we've been uh, talking a little bit about the old uh, skateboarding games. You know what we also have been talking about with Star Wars. Uh, got a little bit of some secret Star Wars news that yeah, leaked out. Yeah, what was out. that about? So uh, it was a leak from. I'm going to get this. UK I was just trying to delete some of my store? old stuff. Yeah, it was on the EU uh, PSN Network store. Uh, so we've got a leaked of an unannounced Star Wars title uh, called Star. 
Wars Project Maverick. Um, nothing was really shown other than an actual screenshot that they were able to capture. Star Destroyer. It was a Star Destroyer, and you could see some uh, X Wings and stuff off to the side. And a lot of people are kind of speculating that maybe it might be kind of like a revitalized version of like like some of our or classics, Rogue, uh, Rogue Squadrons Rogue and Squadron, stuff yeah. like that. So we'll get some more just ship combat storyline yeah. based game, mm-hmm. um, which I wouldn't be upset about. I don't. I know think it, it needs to exist in the world. I don't care about it. Like I'm, I always sucked at those kinds of games, but I know people who See, love I, them. So. I love the Rogue Squadron games, but anymore, I, it's hard for me to say like. Is that going to be enough value to warrant sixty dollar title to have something that'll last? You know, maybe a handful of chapters. I'm sure they'll try and tag on some multiplayer that won't last for too long. You know, not not enough people. It'd be like care a battlefront type situation, but yeah. just in the sky instead yeah, of basically. having land combat as well. Yeah. And and I like I said Warren, I love Rogue Squadron Rogue Squadron too but but I don't know if that it's going to be warrantable as a 60 full 60 dollar full yeah, title nowadays. I feel like they will try to do that. I don't think I would yeah. be willing to spend $60 on it though. Unless they they put a good story with it and you do get some some like on the ground actual like missions and things like that. Sure. And I, I the story is going to be the big part of that I think yeah. is if it's if it's just a bunch of online multiplayer missions to do uh similar to the first new battlefront i feel like it'll have some kind of a story tie-in if it's got that that could potentially beef it up project maverick and call it maverick squadron and it be what happens to what's his face after rogue squadron's done oh i thought you were gonna say Uh, it's gonna be what happens to tom cruise after no after the next top gun movie this could be like this could be like wedge antilles new squadron and like rogue they're like this is but like if it's a wedge story like spanning everything like between the two seven to nine yes and you're like hey uh the other members are dead of rogue squadron so we're gonna have we're this is the maverick squadron yeah. these are the these are our quote-unquote yeah. rogues and is wedge it, is gonna head it again and you're playing as a wedge again that'd be awesome <laughs> everything after six like what he kind of deals with after the fall the final the ultimate battle is just the battle of exegol yes flying around and doing that shit that would be worth sixty dollars yeah <laughs> it might be worth sixty dollars now that i've hyped it up too much myself if, if they write the game that you're writing <laughs> then uh yeah but Google, just hire me as a writer. What if they have the time? I mean, this is anything that you could just be doing behind the scenes. And I guess it doesn't have to be also such a huge company and it has multiple branches. You know what I mean? So there's, there's EA uh, in the European countries as well too. So, I mean, any of these countries. And so a leak like this could be because they were uploading information into the PSN database because this is going to be soon for pre-order. They're going to announce maybe something at like an E3, like you talked about, Um, um, that and coming it was up. actually then put up on it. You know, people saw it. It was just it was a public instead of private accident. The pictures that you see aren't like even screenshots yeah. or anything. It's literally a picture that the somebody specs, took with yeah. their phone. Oh, I got like, you. T- like they took a picture yeah. of the image with their phone before they took it down. And we could be even we could be a year or more away from this, and it could mm-hmm. be that this is just uploaded to get a spot kind of in the mm-hmm. PSN store. So then it's quite possible, and that'd be pretty cool. I feel like. I feel like something like this would be one of those same situations. It's like a skate. I feel like this could be announced and come out in like October, November, like yeah. a holiday season type of thing. Especially since EA is wanting to keep up on the the Star Wars stuff, Star Wars money. You know yeah. what I mean? They got to keep it going because I think if you let it die too Jedi much. Jedi Fallen Order was a big success for them off of that. Yeah. You know, coming off of that, they don't want to drop it. They could have had another team working. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be respawn. It could have been another team yeah. that's working on this one. I got to um, get back to that game. 
it, it looks good. It feels good, but like I just haven't yeah. zoomed back around to it for some Same reason. Same with me too. I was on. I was waiting for those patches and all that stuff's out, and it's a lot more yeah. fleshed out now. So I'm. I'm. I wanted it's, to get back into it. But it's I just ready. Never have. It's ready for the taking. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, though, oh. um, and also of Exegol, uh, there was a little bit of whisper, and I just kind of want to play in the realm of it of a potential Star Wars movie taking place on Exegol. Like, uh, could that happen? Um, I think this is all complete rumor, but it all it made me go, oh, what would you do with a with an Exegol movie if it just was an just entire like, thing on Exegol? It's like because I mean we had talked about uh, like the uh, the uh, was it Dawn of the Jedi kind of like uh, Old Republic kind of storylines and stuff like that. What if they did something that was the dawn of the Sith, and it was like more on that side of it? Like, how cool would that be to see like an active Sith temple with them like training Sith? Like, that would be kind of a, a pretty yeah. dope thing to see. Absolutely. And like how Exegol became the place that they landed would be a, a wild kind of like what? Because you're going far back. You're not going as far back as the Jedi because the Sith are. They have, they have had other places before prior to Exegol, correct? I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah. Because even like. Like, uh, been I've been I'm almost caught up with Star Wars Resistance, but there's a Sith temple there, and essentially uh, they stay in there, which is kind of interesting. That uh, most Sith temples have been built underneath abandoned Jedi temples, and they're like actually underneath the temples mm-hmm. that are because like the Jedi temples are usually like a normal temple, mm-hmm. and then there every once in a while you'll see an abandoned Jedi temple with some weird like thing in the middle of it, and it's an entrance to a Sith temple that was built underneath it. Um, so yeah, they've got Sith temples all over the place. That's uh, cool. And uh, I, uh, I guess kind of like the, I didn't realize Exegol has a, a same thing, an underneath thing. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that is also a Jedi temple. What if that, that got into that? In what if that place, was originally I mean, still like storms and stuff? that's covering it. That's that's just that planet's atmosphere. So yeah. Jedi would have still had to have been able to means to get inside of it. I wonder if that that big the thing on top of the land. What if that was a Jedi temple? Yeah. I would have, what if there's a movie about how Exegol becomes a, a Sith planet? Like and it initially is it's them taking over and attacking a Jedi temple and then taking it over and building their Sith temple underneath it. I think it would be a cool movie, but I don't know how the rest of like a viewing audience would you know, take it. You know what I mean? Like, it's a I, pretty it's, hardcore fan base. Like it seems yeah, more like a comic I mean. like, book. It, that's that absolutely 100%. <laughs> but, um, and then what's the thing I've been hearing about? Um, they, they said that like basically officially that the Palpatine from episode nine was, was a clone. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know it's that was like the, actual official. It's going to be in the expanded For novel, the Rise of Skywalker stuff. The Rise of Skywalker yeah. novel will explain that and out. They said that they, ex- which comes they out said they ex- in a week. Yeah, they said they explained that to uh, to him, to Ian McDermott, and them, and the process ah. of it as well. That's like why, because it's it, it's from the internal monologue from the book of Kylo and he is the one that kind of realizes it and from his internal monologue when you're reading it in the book mm-hmm. is how you come to determine and find out that that's the thing because he kind of figures it out that the soul or the spirit of Palpatine was what was escaped because his physical body was completely destroyed yeah. whenever they made the clone of him that he the reason he's hooked up to everything is because that spirit is so powerful and strong inside of him. That the clone keeps deteriorating yeah, kind of thing? Yeah, clone keeps deteriorating that's or cool. exploding and that's the only thing that can keep the clone together. It's and like that's a management system? Yep. Wow, that's and pretty cool. It wasn't until he absorbed the 
double force powers and stuff and was able to kind of like get a grasp of like the the bits of the powers that he mm-hmm. sucked out of them was why he was able to keep that body and everything completely back together and intact and looking normal again and I guess that the fingers breaking off and stuff wasn't because he was like burnt or whatever or it was because it was deterioration of the body about to fall it couldn't apart handle and the he power couldn't, yeah it couldn't handle that's his power that's stuff. cool it was just like lore wise that still sounds fucking rad yeah, and cool I'm not shit. mad about that <laughs> I was like but I was like it really would have been kind of cool if they would have tried to maybe explain a little bit of that but as the same sense of like the Exegol story uh-huh. that might have been a little bit too deep for people that are just casually Sorry, going say, to watch well, a movie what? like that yeah um, that made me dive in because they were like I think it's like the 13th or something like that is when the uh, the novel comes out mm-hmm. for it um, and I was like okay well maybe I'll, I'll read the other ones and I don't know for sure uh, but I'm it looks like no I know for sure I don't know what I was thinking um the other two books the the rise of uh, not rise of Skywalker the force awakens and last Jedi also have um also have extend expanded uh editions like their novels come out they say expanded edition on them every time mm-hmm. uh so I really think they're at uh, they're like really good uh, things. Just like I always talk about the comic book adaptations being like spot on, but the comic book doesn't come out till June. The novel comes out in like a week. So I might try to read a book. <laughs> yeah, I like uh, it. Just because like if that kind of thing is sitting in that book, bro, I feel like it's gonna have some pictures. What like else? maybe a couple? I don't think there is. Maybe the cover. <laughs> the cover is the only picture the we're cover, getting. The back and then maybe. A couple of like in between the chapters you have like one that. illustration you no, don't think we'll have any illustration I don't even think that yeah it's all words I don't know what I'm gonna <laughs> struggling to figure it out the struggle is real um <laughs> But yeah, I'll try it out. I uh, I did uh, borrow from my local library uh, on my I'm on my library app location mm-hmm. uh, the Force Awakens extended edition novel because I was like maybe I'll read Dude, that. I really really need to get into utilizing that because there's so much shit from uh, local library things that you yeah, can absolutely. like use those applications and there's like four or five different applications is like one that you can use to basically like rent movies for free. You have to. It's whatever your library subscription. But that's what I'm saying. Like mine doesn't do anything cool like that. I think the Ducoin public library does like three or four of them. That's why I mentioned it. Okay. Mine is only, uh, I can't remember what it's called. We've talked about it before. The, uh, the cloud library, uh, is the one that they run off of and, but it's good. I mean, like they've got a bunch of star Wars stuff on there. I I was like, I'll read all these kids books, but star Wars books. Why not? Cause I don't have a small child to read too, but I'll read the golden books version of Han Solo. Do they have, uh, the Young Jedi Knights series? No, they don't have that digital. Um, but they do have a lot of uh, audiobooks on here, at least. Uh, so I would imagine that most of the local libraries have the audiobooks. And they have a lot of, uh, they've recently got into a lot of like Marvel books on here. So, like, yeah. a lot of what you would probably see on the Unlimited subscription. And, mm-hmm. and so, like, I wouldn't, I don't, it's not as deep as like the Marvel Unlimited, but maybe the Comicsology Unlimited yeah. uh, subscription. Uh, but yeah, so I, I am definitely thinking about uh, trying to read some extended universe, extended edition versions of those movies. Nice. Otherwise, I've pre-ordered that movie, and I can't wait for it to drop so that I can watch it. Uh, I forgot to tell you, speaking of Rise of Skywalker, mm. I decided that I was like, I really want to see Rise of Skywalker mm. um, again. So I was like, well, 
maybe I'll try to pirate it. Um, I don't know a lot about pirating anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you can do like a torrent thing and, yeah, and whatnot. Course. So I did that. I think I got like BitTorrent or whatever. Mm-hmm. Went on Pirate Bay mm-hmm. and downloaded it. Um, and you get a letter sent to your house real quick uh, if you don't have one of those like IP uh, mm-hmm. things like that a like blocker. like a blocker. Yep. Yeah, you get a you get a letter real quick. Yeah, it happened to me with Game of Thrones whenever <laughs> I used to live at the apartments uh, down in uh, in Energy. And I was like, I don't care enough about getting an IP blocker, so I'm just gonna wait until it comes out. I guess. Or you could get uh, on your fancy little tablet there, get you a old uh, movies HD. Yeah, I, but I don't like watching. I don't like the. What's that called when you project? Using like Chromecast? Yeah, I don't have a Chromecast, but. You should be able to cast it over to your Roku as well. But I don't like to like run it from both. What do you mean? The, uh, there's not a movies HD, I don't think, on Roku. Not on at least a legit no, one. No, you don't have to have it. I'm talking about the way to cast it to it. Oh, yeah. But they I have an application that's on pretty much everything, and I'm pretty sure it's on Roku called AllCast. Okay. That you can get on here, and it projects it out to your TV that but way. But it always seems like real shitty quality. It's everything that's on there now mm-hmm. is anywhere between 720 to 4K. I mean, like, the, the projecting, like, from this to that, no? It's not It's not a stream, like, projecting it from that oh, to that. Oh, it's not? No. Okay. No, it's it, like, it streams the actual file It's itself. like a Chromecast, like, set up, where yeah, it's, it's just, exactly like, what it is. you're just pushing it to that. Yeah, and you're you not can... streaming from, like, it's not, like, a screen share type of thing. Okay. It's not mirroring. It, oh. It's just, it, it literally takes that file, and it, it recognizes that it's on your, fu- on your device and stuff, and it's just like, oh, cool. We're gonna play that file uh, on here. It's not losing any quality or anything. Gotcha. I was say, that's we watched it chapter two that way before it was out on DVD and Blu-ray. Gotcha. And it had the 1080p version of it that was on there. And gotcha. I watched it like two weeks before it came out. Um, and that's how we watched it, and it was totally fine. I mean, th- uh, there's no lost anything. It's full 1080p. That's cool. Yeah, it's getting ready to come out, so I won't even mess with it now. Well, but I was just telling you, it's, that's it's a, good a pretty point. cool utensil to use. Honestly, I don't for like a lot to of steal stuff. Things. Okay, then don't worry about it. I don't it. like to. I, but I, I want to sometimes when I want to. <laughs> when, right. when I really want, I'm like, oh, but. And it's not that I. Like, I paid to see that movie three times in the theater. Yeah, it's not like you're they're losing money on it. No, you. they didn't lose any money. Like, if they still you had it in the you're theater. you're also going to buy it even if you watch it. I'm actually going to buy it twice. Yeah. Because I bought it on digital for pre order mm-hmm. because I wanted it two weeks before the physical copy. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to get the physical When's copy. The digital is two weeks. Yeah, I think it's coming up. Like, maybe like the 17th or something okay. like that. Yeah. Um, but then. I'm going to get the physical at some point. I may not buy it right away, Do you know which but version? I got to get that target one because it's got one. that extended version on it. Cool. Um, but then I'll have an extra digital copy. And I'll finally have to... we'll get to see the explanation of how Finn and lady got over to the old Death Star wreckage. <laughs> <laughs> You've been worried so much about it. I have uh, been. I wonder if there's a if there's a, a explanation for Palpatine being a clone that's in that deleted scene. I don't know because Probably everything not. that I said from the book was all like inner monologue from Kylo Ren. Maybe like there's a basic. longer monologue. It'd be cool if it was literally just like inner monologue and it was just like him staring at Palpatine for like five minutes <laughs> and you just hear Kylo Ren just being like, I wonder if he's a clone. <laughs> He's like, what do you want? What's going on? Why are you looking at me? (laughs) What's wrong with this kid? Is it my robot back? (laughs) That would be awesome. Uh, Yeah, but it's coming coming out soon. Um, If you don't need the digital copy, maybe we'll give that extra digital copy I get away on here. Uh, What? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? We might see. I mean, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a physical version. If you're gonna physical, I'm gonna get a 4K so yeah. I can have the digital. Then we'll give away the a, a digital copy yeah, here, maybe even two. Ooh, 
If I can give on, we give got a live game. Even two, who knows? Another thing. Did you get rid of all your your game giveaways yet, or we still got one? We still got two. We still got two to give yeah, away. We have uh, last time was uh, Crystal. Yeah, Travel said one. She said no. Uh, she no. She got. Uh, they got the Sea of Thieves. Oh, they, okay. They have that game. But Josh Smith didn't get one. Though, Josh the time Smith passed that. it up. He has a game pass like I do. Oh, so okay. most of those games are already yeah, on yeah, there. Right on. Um, so we still have Forza uh, Motorsport Three. I think and Minecraft and Minecraft and then I think I even have like a if somebody's interested in it I mean we can give it away for funsies even yeah um, I think I've got like a month or a, I think it's a full month of Xbox Live Gold oh nice yeah cool. I can give away as well too giveaways up the up the Izzy and the Ace as of today recording this yes okay right here on March fourth right yeah I think so. March 4th. It is the 20th anniversary of the initial release of PlayStation 2. Really? Yes. And uh, as such, IGN has saw uh, fit to dub uh, what they think are the 25 best uh, PlayStation 2 titles Let's of all time. Let's see if we agree or not. Let's, and that's uh, what I was going to say. We're gonna, I, wanna, I, wanna, I was going to read them off to you, and I want you to tell me if you agree if it's one of the best. Let's say fun. We'll call it, it'll be just a, a different, slightly different version of fun or just fact. Fun or fact? Yeah. So uh, this is, this is best is, or not best. Uh, <laughs> best or bad. Best or bad. Best or bad. Here we go. Number 25, Guitar Hero 2. I like Guitar Hero. Yeah, Guitar Hero 2. I think 2. that was, it, it was, a, it was a, a fad that uh, it sweeped a nation. I think 2 technically would be... Uh, it's 2 the best it, one. It's a best because uh, Guitar Hero 3 would have been your PS3 and, it would have been. and Xbox 360. Did they come out pretty much like on, like with each console or? Was one, no, and, two one both and two was two. both on PlayStation Two? Gotcha. Um, but then whenever it came out, it was only on PlayStation Two. It never came out for like GameCube or Xbox. Look at that ad with the underwear and the Dave guy. Mm-hmm. It's coming out of the hole. I really, I'm excited to watch that show. It looks good. What's it called? Dave. Oh, it is called Dave. Yeah, it's a little Dicky, the rapper, the comedian. Oh, rapper that's guy. a little Dicky one. Okay, yeah, yeah it's his show. that does look good. Um, do you ever use the pee hole in your underwear? No, no, me neither. No, I think sometimes. Uh, if it has a lot of mine, it looks like it's stitched to have it. Yeah, like the ones I'm wearing real. now, but it's not real. Um, sometimes I'll if I'll, it is full, if it is real, I'll just do it just for fun. Just sometimes to see I'll what reach like. in there and touch it. Your dick? Mm-hmm. Oh, just for fun? Yeah, not for peeing, but just for pleasure. For pleasure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who doesn't? Uh, Sly Cooper 2, Band of Thieves. I don't like the Sly Coopers too much, yeah. but you, you don't mind them. I don't mind them. Uh, well, I say, I feel like for the PlayStation, it was probably one of the best, but uh, for me personally, I probably wouldn't put it up there. Gotcha. I feel like I'd find something else that's maybe even a little bit more off the beaten path yeah. that I would put on here that's probably not on that's this true. list. Like, I'm going to say, I'm going to guess that, like, Fatal Frame 2 is not on here. Maybe not Silent Hill 2, but I feel like they totally deserve to be there because they're fucking a, great games. I've got a whole book of PlayStation 2 games that will never touch this that yes. are at home still. Yes. Uh, Eco is Eco, a great one. Uh, I never played it, but I, it definitely makes sense because that's led to Shadow of Colossus, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was the next game after Shadow Eco? The, yeah, Shadow of the Colossus is uh, the sequel to Eco, but it, technically it is a prequel. Oh. Um, the boy and woman that are from, uh, 
Eco are the baby boy that is born at the end of at the end of Shadow of the Colossus. So absolutely, I think that I, I think it's uh, it's uh, breaking. Like they they were they were going out there, man. I never played NBA Street Volume Two, but it's on here at number twenty two. I heard the street games are good. I heard they're good too. It's more like a arcade style casual basketball, like street basketball in a yeah. way. Um, and and I do enjoy a good basketball game like that, especially if it's arcade. You know, like your standard like is NBA Jam is like the be all end all kind Definitely. of thing. Um, so I would probably enjoy it, but I've never played it so it probably wouldn't be on my list so i, I would agree. say that is a not what would we say best bad a bad a bad a best a bad it's a bad kingdom hearts 2 yes it's a little low on the list for me but <laughs> it's low on the list it's low on the list what's uh, what's uh, high on the list for you uh what's high on this kingdom hearts uh, 1 kingdom hearts 1 kingdom hearts <laughs> 2 recoded it is i mean you uh, mean it's low on this list i thought you were saying it's low on your no, list your no, personal like no, 25 final fantasy 10 uh let's see uh all tony, tony hawks Hall. underground yep winner. there we go uh, Disgaea Hour of Darkness I never played Disgaea I don't know this one It's a RPG series uh, Ratchet and Clank Up your arsenal I don't know much About Ratchet and Clank It's a It's a 3D platformer In yeah. the same vein Of that Of kind of like A Sly Cooper In a way I'm just saying That Jack And Daxter Better be high on this list. I would say Jack Two is probably the highest Jack out, two, out that's of true. them because it was kind of I the love definitive. Jack Daxter though. It's like I do too, but I feel like it plays so much better than Jack Two. I don't know. Like I I, I've been Jack playing two Jack Two. Jack Two to me is just like it's like a more fun cartoony version of GTA Three at the time. Absolutely, I agree with that. <laughs> but like I, I recently played Jack and Daxter, and then I played Jack Two, and I'm still trying to get through Jack Two. It's doesn't hold up as much, as as and good. Also. As Speaking Jack of, Dexter. out of the three that uh, came out on this particular console, Vice City better be higher up on this list because I fucking love Vice City. <laughs> Vice City, if everything I were about to pick it. One, yeah. Out of a GTA, it's got everything for it. It's got the amazing soundtrack. It's got the feel of the, the first kind of like eighties kind of like mm-hmm. callback kind of thing. Like I like that. Uh, we got Beyond, Beyond Good and Evil Two, or Beyond Good and Evil Two, Beyond Good and Evil. Bleh, there is no two. Um, is a fucking great game. Is it? Yes, I love it. It is a really, really good title. It deserves to be on here. Burnout Revenge. Uh, I think I played Burnout Revenge. Uh, is it a racing game? Mm-hmm. It's the first one I think that included like a crash mode on it. So it has like the slow motion, like whenever you hit a person, it does like you get bonus points for crashing into other racers mm. on purpose and stuff. This is when um, the world went to shit a little bit when it was like you got extra points for being a worse person. I guess PlayStation I mean, yeah, 2. It was like a racing thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, PlayStation 2, it was the era of, of we started GTA 3. Yeah, that's what I mean. And that <laughs> became open to the mass. Not that GTA 1 and 2 weren't, but whenever you have GTA 3 and it's a full 3D spec version of that world and you can yeah. fuck hookers and you can run over people and go back and steal their money and shit that's that's pretty bad yeah that's when the world got bad psychonauts is a fucking classic you, i was like i yeah. saw that coming up i was like i know you're gonna be all Again, about in it the same similar vein to that of uh of like your, your ratchet and clanks and stuff it's a 3d platformer mm-hmm. but the story wise and everything is great the voice acting is absolute top notch um It'll the guy that does the voice for uh for the main character here he is uh he's the same guy that does the voice for or uh, Zim. Invader oh, Zim. yeah, yeah. I mean, tell me that. Daggett from Angry Beavers. Mm-hmm. I think he's Daggett, the brown one. The okay, dark yeah. brown one. Yes. Not the tan one. The light brown. <laughs> Not the other, t- the other What's brown. What's the other one's name? Norbit. Norbit? Norbit or Norbert? Norbert. I don't know. Probably Norbert. Ert, probably Ert. Um, I wonder, it would be interesting to also go through this list and see how many of them have had a digital remaster 
um, to current day. Like, yeah. of these, that's kind like, of one of those things too that lets you know that it's it it's was a, good. It's a beloved game, yeah. if not at least just a like a, had a big cult, big yeah. enough cult following mm-hmm. to get one. Like I know Psychonauts has had a remaster. Psychonauts yep. Two is coming out this year later. Okay, um, so I'm I'm excited for that. Uh, Devil May Cry Three, the best of the original trilogy, yeah. in my opinion. I, I really do like the first one, but this one is like Dante's origin story. It, it created uh, new different types of combat and stuff. You could actually switch your combat style and stuff on the fly. Um, is this the one with Alucard? No, no, those are Castlevania games. Ah, damn it, every time. Devil May Cry is Dante. Dante is Inferno. Hunter, and uh, his brother Virgil. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. Virgil. Um, Katamari Damacy, another classic. I remember you telling me about this one again. Yeah. We talked about this recently. We talked about that not too long ago because I played uh, Donut County. Yes. Uh, because it's right. similar to the Katamari is the one where you roll it up in the ball. And this is the one with uh, you play as the prince and the king of the cosmos is re- requesting you to go down and create stars for the universe, uh, that's basically. Right. Yep. So that's what this one is. That's pretty high on the list, but uh, I would probably put it a little lower, but it deserves to be up there. It's, okay. a, it's a good classic. Jack 2. Yeah, there, there we go. it is. I'm going to say we probably won't see another Jack on here really? then because this is up here. Yeah. If any other, I'll say probably the original, mm-hmm. and it might be top 10. Okay. But I feel like it's not going to, and this is the only one we're going to see. I see. It was a, yeah, like it says here, completely reinvented itself without losing any of the classic charm mm-hmm. and stuff, and it did it really well yeah. to me anyway. I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I agree. I like it a lot. I played two before I played the first one. Really? I went back and played the first one. I was like, this is fucking cool too, but That's it's funny. completely different. But after I played two and then three eventually it came out and it wasn't as good as two no. but it was okay <laughs> bully bully um, was big they've been talking big. about bully again haven't they yeah they've been tossing around uh bully 2 and gta 6 yeah which i don't know it's so hard because gta online for grand theft auto 5 it's has had been, such a huge fucking following it's got a lot of staying power yeah it still has like millions of people that get on there and play mm-hmm. and it keeps putting out expansion after expansion and the other thing you have to realize is that game is now like going on five or six years old it's wild that's crazy that it still has so much staying power they've put out another game since then and it still does not have as much staying power as that another grand theft auto or just no, another red rockstar dead, red dead 2 came out oh since that's then. right yeah and i mean it's still, it, it, it got huge have... great reviews and it was a good game. I, I loved it. it was but a really everybody's like, that's a cool game. I'm going to go play Grand Theft Auto Yeah, and they again. put stuff into their online for that, but still had, like, GTA 5's online for, for Grand Theft Auto Online has a much stronger staying power than... than so Rockstar knows how to do online gaming. They do to a certain extent. Like yeah, there's a huge... After it came out on PC, there's a big group that started doing, like, role-playing with it. Oh, so really? they have, like, actual servers for their online community that are dedicated to role-playing. So people will, like, go Not there. Not go kill them and stuff like that. Like, you can just, yeah, like, go... Like you'll and, actually be like, I own and operate a convenience store. So if there's, like, somebody that comes and robs you... So it's like Sims. Yeah, but like, essentially. But you're playing in, like, the Grand Theft <laughs> Auto universe. And people, like, do it day-to-day. And you can hear everybody else on the server and stuff. So That's wild. if you're, like, a cop on the server and you're pulling somebody over you actually pull them over walk out and do like the full <laughs> schmeel and stuff um it's really crazy that, that it's got so much like staying power with them that's weird i like it uh number 10 god of war yes absolutely I forgot about that absolutely needs to be on there yeah I agree. even though i feel like two is better than one uh absolutely needs to be on there. yeah yeah okami Absolutely needs. To be I haven't there. ever played Okami, but I'm I'm familiar at least with the visual. Of yes, it. the visual is beautiful. Everything front to back of that game is designed like a beautiful Japanese tapestry. Yeah, and it is 
really awesome art style and the gameplay mechanics are really cool and unique of like using the paintbrush to mm-hmm. kind of design everything um, like create like doing the circle and that makes like a bomb drop so that way you can drop a bomb um, think of something that is like the Okami is essentially based like this like super hyper creative version of like a Legend of Zelda because it has dungeons that you'll go through to get new abilities and okay. stuff like that. It has big boss fights mm-hmm. and stuff, but it's that that's kind of like the closest thing that you could get to on a on a PlayStation as far as Zelda goes. I see. Final Fantasy X. Of course. We knew it had to happen. Uh, definitively one of the best Final Fantasies in my opinion. Yep. Um, if I was going to pick it would probably be... It's definitely in the top five for sure. I don't know if it's in the top three, though, because I really did enjoy Final Fantasy 3 or Final Fantasy 6, really. I feel Final Fantasy 8, I still think, is my favorite. Yeah. I love, you've, I, I love you've been 8. You've a hardcore 8 yeah, guy. I, I love 8. 7 is a classic, obviously. I mean, we're getting the giant remaster. I think it probably is 8, 7, and then 10. And then I would probably put 10 and 6 are very close. Okay. But Tin's got a little bit of a leg up, though. Yeah, it's I interesting so that the there still hasn't been one anything past ten that's gotten up to your top three. Yeah, and some of them are good. I, I really enjoyed twelve. I mean, eleven's online only, and so is fourteen. Yeah. Thirteen was just a fucking travesty, and I didn't really enjoy fifteen as much as I hoped I would. Yeah. It's good, but it's not that good. Um, but twelve would probably be the closest if it was another to the one. Next one. Like, but it's it's a. Uh, yeah, I would probably go with some of the older ones prior to that. Yeah. Silent Hill 2 hey. made the list. Definitively. You weren't even that, sure, that, but... That it, is like my favorite horror game of all time. It is such a good... I still never played that. It's awesome on PlayStation now, so I game. need to get to it at some point in time. It's so good. It's not really so many like jump scares and stuff, so I think you would good. be able to handle it. It's more handle. atmospheric and out of like the the fog or the ash um you'll see you'll see like you'll have some enemies that'll kind of crawl up to you kind of quick mm-hmm. but you have enough response time it might just freak you out versus like a full-on jump scare because it's not meant to be a jump scare okay and you get warning of it too because you have the radio that's on and it has the static that gets really loud whenever when, a creature's yeah. close mm-hmm. so you'll know something's about to happen <laughs> i might ha- i might have to do that the, i still have a hard time getting through uh resident evil sometimes so yeah uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. That makes sense. I don't know if Metal Gear 3 is going to be in the top five because two's up here. But if that's the case, then I would need to flip-flop, flip-flop that flop because up. I do like three a little more than Sons of Liberty. Gotcha. Sons of Liberty is really good, though, and it kind of redefined how that game series would eventually go. So that might be why that makes the list, if it is so. the only one that makes the list. There's so much in every single one of them, including like the very first ones, even the ones on NES. Mm-hmm. There's like so many fucking Easter eggs that Kojima puts in that shit that you would never think to like, maybe I should try this weird archaic thing. And then all of a sudden you just unlock this random ass Easter egg. Gotcha. It's just crazy how much shit gets packed into everything. So like I said, even the ones on like NES, there was things that you could do to like trick some of the characters. And you're talking about something on like that came out in like 1991 right and yeah. it's crazy that that's something that could happen <laughs> don't scroll don't scroll don't scroll <laughs> you saw it i did uh, <laughs> i was gonna say we're down to our top five okay. what has to what? vice city <laughs> 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 we know that vice city made it by the okay. way <laughs> uh, so so top four we know that grand theft auto vice city is number five so mm-hmm. what What's in the four for you? I'm not as versed in like the popular I, I titles. Spider Man Two. I hope Kingdom Hearts One is up there because yeah. it deserves to be up there, and uh, it's, I agree it with needs that. to be higher than two because the better game to me. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's that's what started it. So I mean, that, that is what it is. Spider Man um, was it two? 
Spider-Man 2 was a good one. It was that was the one probably even prior to to me there was another couple good games that were spider-man games but a lot of people look back at spider-man 2 and the way that the web slinging was yeah. for that like and actually traversing the world exactly um yeah. the next game that people kind of look to as really good as that is the one that we just got on playstation 4 really like that yeah, is it was like big enough with the gap it's spider-man like, 2 and then it's that i went and rebought spider-man 2 when i got my mm-hmm. my fat boy playstation 3 because i was like my, i want that game probably one of my definitive ones that i really really enjoy is they had the ultimate spider-man game that came out on uh, Xbox. Is that the one with like the different Spider-Mans it's, on the faces? It, no, on the front? It's, no, that's a uh, the Shattered Dimension. This one's is actually like this is based on the ultimate storyline. Based on the ultimate storyline. That's line. right. I never played and that. And it plays really well. Like it's a full like open map of New York City. Cool. There's a segment where uh, one of like the side stories that you do is you go over to the Fantastic Four building, mm-hmm. the Reed building, I think yeah. is what it's called, and you go to the top of it and you actually have a giant race across all of New York with Johnny Storm. Nice. <laughs> and that's like a little side mission that you can do there's all kinds of different things but that one actually has a flip on it too because you can you play through major like you play through 60 of the game percent of the game as spider-man but the other 40 percent you play through as venom oh so you actually get to play through as venom you consume people you use like his tentacles and shit and it plays as venom kind of similar to how like you would almost imagine like a hulk game because he's just jumping around from place to place he doesn't doesn't web sling or anything but it's like the bigger hulkier kind of version of venom in this one versus like you know kind of anything that's like a little bit more slim but what else so what else would have been big titles um maybe a dark cloud oh i've heard dark cloud cloud might be out there big, yeah uh i haven't seen a twisted metal twisted metal was pretty big on there as well mm-hmm. um trying to think of other ones i guess potentially god of war 2 makes me want to look back at these other titles see, like, i don't are... think zone of the enders would be on there no I, I i think that that would probably get skipped maybe beautiful joe that was a really good game that as was well. big um Maybe the second Prince of Persia game. I'm mm. trying to. I'm still looking at all the shit. <laughs> I don't think another Devil May Cry. I doubt Dragon Quest. They also you have to like think. Of, I might not have every type of. But my game, my library is. Were there Star as, Wars games that came out? Nothing that was really Battlefront, good. Battlefront Two. Yeah, those both that, came yeah. out. Um, I don't know. Let's dive let's in. Let's do it. We got GTA Five. Uh, five I must have GTA Vice City. Yes. Resident Evil Four. Oh, totally forgot didn't about see it. That I, yeah. it. To me, it initially launched on the GameCube first before it got a port over the PS2. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's always been a GameCube I title. See. So I wasn't thinking of this. <laughs> but yeah, that makes sense. It's it is like the most iconic of Resident Evils probably to come out on this this console. I see. Gotcha. Um, Shadow of the Colossus. Didn't even think about. I it. forgot that that came yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. didn't even think about it. I was just thinking about the remaster because uh-huh. I downloaded it yep. uh, not too long uh, the other day. Um, number two, three. that that needs to be up there. That's one of the best Absolutely. games ever made. That it's so sense. good. Ah, oh, Snake Eater made it. Holy <laughs> shit! They're so close together in the list That's too. Wild. Yeah, that is nuts. That is the best Metal Gear. It is so fucking good. <laughs> Set in the '60s, it's how the entire story starts. Uh, okay. like this, there's nothing. So before. it's like this the is like this is the this is the beginning. the beginning. This is how you meet Jack, who would eventually become Big Boss, and Big Boss is the reason why Solid Snake, Liquid Snake, and all these other ones that you know from the future games exist in the first place. He <laughs> this starts off with like the definitive, like this is the, the original Snake, yeah. as they call him, Naked Snake. In the oh, game. okay. And number one is San Andreas. Wow. 
I don't know. I mean, it, it did a lot of like genre defining things as far as like a big map open world mm -hmm. goes and stuff. But to me, for whatever reason, I just find Vice City more iconic. I think I it's just too. the time I agree with set that. piece and stuff. But like I said, this did a lot of different things. Like it incorporated like being able to like go and work out and beef up your guy. I see. And the bike was added into it. So you could bike, bicycle around different things, do bicycle races. And the map was bigger too. So, so like almost three times bigger. This goes to show that for the most part, we don't line up with the the main uh, the majority of the mainstream, and we kind of knew that. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got fucking God hand over there, and I'm guarantee about. 98% of our listeners don't even know what that I is. I don't even know what that is, yeah. so that's half of this room. <laughs> that's 50%. Uh, I love PlayStation 2. Happy birthday, PlayStation 2. Happy birthday, PlayStation 2. Uh, it was uh, my first console. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I had a Game Boy and shit like that, but like that was my first like console, console that I ever owned. I remember yeah. going over to your place even after like... We're short, like it would have been probably two to three years maybe before we did uh, Improvado and all okay. that stuff or whatever. Yeah. But I remember going over there with you and uh, Bo and maybe even McKinney. I don't know. Okay. But playing like Red Faction and shit like that oh, on, yeah. on there and Time Splitters or whatever it may yeah. be and doing like multiplayer on there against each other. It's good times. It was good times. Do you know what it makes me? how it makes me feel? How does PlayStation 2's 20th birthday make you feel? It makes me feel New Zealand. That's just wonderful. I know. <laughs>
This has been an IFNZ production.